Welcome to episode 64 of the Career Race podcast. I'm Patricia, your host and a professional recruiter to boot. In this episode, I want to talk about leveraging an offer for a new job to improve your situation with your existing employer. This happens less than perhaps you think. It hasn't happened very often to me, but I've heard stories from other recruiters and in-house HR people, and none of us like it, for reasons I'll come to later. Taking this approach can be a risky business. But, on the other hand, when planned, when you're certain of what you're going about, it can work. So how do you make it work for you? Remind yourself why it is that you were looking for a new job in the first place. Squeeze every last thought out of your brain about why you started the process. Be quite hard on yourself. Ask time and again, what else, what else, until there's absolutely no other reason in your mind. Then ask yourself, are those reasons still valid? Do I actually want to stay with my company? And if you do, ask yourself why. If, having done this, you decide that you do want to stay at your current company and renegotiate your salary package, make a list of pros and cons for doing it. Then you can assess whether the risk is worth it. Here are some of the pros and cons to help you take the first steps, but I know once you've started you'll be able to think of more. So the cons. Losing your job relatively quickly after you agree terms and settle back down again with your company. Because, you know, this whole process can be quite unsettling. You may have dented the relationship between yourself and your current company, your line manager, those further up the line, and people you work with. You have possibly raised a number of trust issues with them, Can they trust you not to look elsewhere again? Did you give any secrets away about the company when you were interviewing? Can they trust you to be loyal to the company? Because after all, you've looked elsewhere. And other people within the company, you know, word is going to get out. How are they going to feel about what you've done? Do you know the personality of the the person you're going to be negotiating with? Is it possible that they will take your decision to look elsewhere personally even if you make a presentation that is totally rational and unemotional. The whole result of the process might be that they'll keep you on and instigate a transfer of knowledge whilst secretly starting a recruitment process to replace you. Are you prepared to be looking for a new job again, maybe six months to a year down the line? Another con is that you could accept the new deal and find that you really don't want to be there at all. And so you have to begin the whole recruitment process all over again. Now, you could ask the company that had made you the offer, but I'm guessing they won't be too enthusiastic. And will you do some damage to your self-esteem? What do I mean? Well, effectively, what you're doing is asking for more. More money, holidays, contributions to your pension pot, shares. Could be any of these things, a combination of these things, other things. What you're telling them is that you do not think they're putting enough value on you, on your services, on your efforts. Now, it could be that the decision to say no is not based on your worth or your value to them, but simply because they can't afford it. But have you thought about how you're going to feel if they say no? What are the pros? Well, you enter into discussions and you get what you want. Hurrah! Your self-esteem soars because you and your work are valued. Your company admire you for the initiative you took and the presentations you made. And consequently, your prospects for promotion and all the other things 
good within the work life are improved. And you know what? Worst case scenario, you have a lovely new job and a company that you could be looking forward to going to. And one last thought before we move on. Do you know of anyone else in your company that's tried this tactic before? How did it go? Factor that into your pros and cons list. If after this exercise you decide to go ahead with your strategy, you need to think about your tactics. So what do you need to do? Research the marketplace. You should get an idea of the marketplace for people with your skills and qualifications. Think about who has the strongest hand in this negotiation, you or your employer. Has your research shown that you are one of the better skilled and qualified people in the market? Is there a skills shortage? Have you been able to find out how long it would take your employer to recruit your replacement? If you can't find that particular statistic, just think about the recruitment process as you recently experienced it. How long did it take you to go through the interview process and get to the final offer stage? You should also be thinking about what you want to ask for. Prioritise what you're looking for. Put a few items on the list that you really don't care about. Things you're not going to be disappointed about if you have to drop them. Because in a successful negotiation, both sides need to feel that they were successful. A win-win situation for both parties. Have a listen to episodes 56 to 59 of the Career Ace podcast. They might be useful and helpful in this situation. And you'll find them on the careerace.com website. Now, you need to put together a factual, rational presentation for the relevant person, which will persuade them to keep you on and give you a package that you'll be happy with. And of course, you'll need to practice it time and time again, and try and stay unemotional. You could open the conversation with your employer by making the case for your raise in terms of your skill set, qualifications, the feedback you've had from employee appraisals, feedback from colleagues and or clients that you've worked with. Present any research that highlights your value to the company and take details of the offer you've been made by the other company. You want to prove your worth to the company clearly and factually and have no sign of emotion in the process. Now obviously you're going to be working on a tight deadline because your new company probably won't be able to give you a huge amount of time to make up your mind. So as soon as you're ready, ask the appropriate person for a meeting and be clear with them what you want to discuss. If you've listened to my other podcasts, you know I'm a great proponent for telling the truth. However, in this instance, I'm going to change tack slightly, and say to you that in the initial instance, it might be an idea to be a bit economical with the truth. Tell the person you're meeting with that you want to discuss a better salary package. You can save the information about the new job if it looks like they're going to say no to your proposal. Having said that, If you don't feel comfortable not telling them about the job offer at the very beginning, then just tell them. You have to feel comfortable in this whole situation. If you're comfortable, you've got a better chance of being successful. If this appropriate person is not your line manager, please make it clear to them whether you have or have not spoken to that person about the situation. It's a difficult one and you have to play it by ear because you know your situation better than I do. If you haven't spoken to your line manager before you've arranged this meeting, then you should say to the person you're meeting, when you arrange it, that you'd like to keep the meeting confidential just between the two of you. They may suggest that they have to go to a higher authority, that they would have to go to your line manager for an opinion, for example, and that's fair enough. But if they intend to go to your line manager, it would be an idea to talk to them first yourself. Ask the person you're meeting with, if they'll take the meeting in confidence 
and then, if necessary, allow you to talk to your line manager before any other measures are taken. Now, here are a few things that will boost your confidence going into those negotiations. You have an offer for a new job, which presumably you're happy with. Take comfort from that, take confidence from that, and move forward. You've done your research, so you can be confident of your value to the company, and this research has shown you your place and value in the marketplace as a whole. And of course, you've got your experience when you were doing interviews to fall back on. And unless you're a really terrible employee, which we all know you're not, companies don't like to lose you. And you, as you're about to prove to them, have skills, qualifications and knowledge that are of value to them. And it will take your replacement some time to achieve your level of expertise. Another reason the company will be reluctant to see you go is the amount of time and money it will cost to replace you. You've done research and you know how long it will take more or less from the point at which they start interviewing people. But you may not have taken into account all the other costs. The cost of time to liaise with your current boss about what he or she wants. Time to create a new job description. Time to create adverts. Advertising for your replacement. Reading CVs. Interviewing candidates more than once and more than one candidate. Perhaps your company is going to have to go to an outsourcing recruitment company to find the new you. Then there's time to negotiate salaries, chase up references and the inevitable paperwork. It all costs money, and there are all good reasons why the company would really prefer to keep you. And then there's your notice period. Based on your research, do you think they can replace you before you leave? Who knows? Just to finish, you may feel bad about leveraging your new offer to improve matters for yourself. But really, should you? No, because jobs are not for life, and you, just as the company must do, should look after your own interests. Good luck with negotiating your new package. Remember, there'll be a cheat sheet on the website, thecareerace.com, which you can access. I will ask for your email, but you won't be bombarded by information. Don't panic. If you need individual help, I do offer coaching. Contact me to discuss what you need, and I can customise my offer to you and give you a fixed cost. Thanks as always for listening. If I could just ask you one favour, do you think you could go to the Career Ace Facebook page and give us a like? That would be very much appreciated. Next time, the last Monday of February, I'd like to do a podcast about quotas or positive discrimination in the workplace, if you like. Do you have any thoughts? Would you like to be interviewed for the podcast? Get in touch. It'd be great to talk to you. So till next time, goodbye and have a great month.